There's always something hot happening in South Florida. Talk now with Brian Mudd on News Radio 610 WIOD. It is 11.35, and welcome back. You know, Natalie's talking just a bit ago about the upcoming Apple event. We're likely to hear about a new affordable iPhone, along with a new iPad option, among other developments. Apple among the companies that said, you know what? We're, we're stopping business in Russia. In fact, over the weekend, I think it's about an American company that was still involved. is is probably not anymore. Here to talk about this is marketing expert Brian Cross. Website, goelastic.com. It's goelastic.com. So, Brian, what about the American company effort to cease operations in Russia? I think that uh, we've got, uh, as you said, a building list of just about everybody. I think that uh, you're going to find it's pretty easy to join that list as uh, Russia's a, kind of a mid-market, so it doesn't hurt the companies too too bad to, to put that uh, that out there. I think the latest poll showed that I think 75% of Americans want companies to, to, to do that. But uh, we're going to see some stragglers out there. You know, you, you're hearing about Coke and Pepsi and McDonald's and some of these others that haven't. And uh, they either have too large of a uh, presence there uh, to, to uh, make this kind of a hard decision for them, or they, like at McDonald's, where they have uh, franchisees and they don't have as much control to be able to shut things down. So I think we'll we'll see some of those stragglers out there. But for the most uh, for the most part, I think everybody's joining the list. And Brian, I don't know what the realities would be on the ground at this point anyway, in terms of being able to get outside influence. We know that Putin pretty much took final censoring measures over the weekend, and there really isn't anything even resembling the free press, um, in, including you know, organizations like Associated Press operating in Russia anymore. But it did dawn on me that American companies pulling out of Russia right now, you know, could it actually be a disservice to Russians that are trying to get real information? Have you come across anything along those lines? And do you think if word got out that way that it could actually be a branding backfire? I, I, you know, it's funny that you say that because I was just working with uh, a, an actual friend um, who who created a, a campaign to give money to average Ukrainians through Airbnb. Uh, they were basically renting Airbnbs in Ukraine, but but obviously not traveling there, just giving them the money and saying that you know we're we're sending this to you know with our support and help. So, it, you know, that's such a that that's a minor. Thing. There's there's a lot of other things uh, out there, but that just shows one area where if a company stays in in, in business or, or or somehow some way uh, allows some some flow to to help the average uh, Ukrainian, or even to your point about um, Putin and, and censoring, uh, there was something that came out just this morning that was talking about uh, Ukrainians who have relatives in Russia. Uh, they're starting to find out that that their their relatives in Russia don't even know there's a war going on. Um, wow. They have no idea that, that they've invaded Ukraine. So the, the amount of information, repression and, and, and information is stifling. So if, if that information could flow, uh, but I, I don't know what, uh, what information that they could get into Russia or not. But to your point, those are just two examples of where, you know, instead of it just a complete shutdown, if their services can help the situation on the ground, they might want to rethink just a flat-out boycott, or can we get the PR from actually helping in a different way? Brian, in, prior to the Russian invasion of, of Ukraine, 
it seems like increasingly Americans have become wise about a lot of the, I would call hypocritical behavior, especially involving China, right? Where we know that China's been involved in human rights abuses, the Olympics being there. Obviously, you had a lot of people that tuned out, not just because they're not that into the Olympics anymore, but because they just, you know, they, they were not going to uh, go along with, with it being hosted in that country. And yet, we continue to see, for example, if we're talking about an Apple and a Microsoft, how, you know, they'll, they're not only involved in a country like China. I mean, obviously, a lot of manufacturing, specific with Apple, that takes place there, a lot of the chip companies, what have you. And, of course, China, even specific to Russia, China is funding Russia right now, continuing to increase oil, uh, oil imports, just announced new trade deals to continue to fund Russia's ambitions while the rest of the world is cutting them off. Could that end up being a problem for a lot of these companies that are still completely in bed with China? I think that, uh, you know, Fortunately or unfortunately, depending if you're a shareholder or not, um, that the amount of money tends to be that that line. So, you know, if you look at some of the companies that are they're boycotting, they're they're at less than two or three percent of their you know global sales in Russia. So, if you're going to cut that off for a period of time, that won't make a big big F, you know effect. You look at Pepsi, who is increasingly under the gun to do something, and they're at like nine or ten percent of global sales is in Russia, and that would be a major hit. So you see that they're being real careful, you know. So if you think about how many ties people have to China, whether that be manufacturing or otherwise, you're going to find that you know you, you get this really weird, you know, I, I, you know, we stand up against the, the human rights efforts and things like that, but we're still going to manufacture there because if we don't, there's no other way of making money the way that we are currently. So it's 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 tough, um, and there's a lot of interdependencies that don't make it just a simple black and white decision. It's very true. It's a a very complicated multinational situation that goes on. But yeah, specific to this Russian situation, just uh, given how China in particular is pretty much propping them up, it's it's remarkable to watch. Brian, always good talking with you. Be well. Well, I appreciate you having me again. Thanks, Brian. It's Brian Cross. GoElastic.com is the website. GoElastic.com. Coming up, today's Q&A of the day. Environmental impact of Russian oil versus U.S. oil. We'll discuss here on the Brian Mudd Show. News Radio 610 WIND.